G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Melinda Tankard Reist is joining us. She's the founder of the organisation that's known as Collective Shout. There is a website for Collective Shout at collectiveshout.org. Melinda is a writer, a speaker, a blogger, a media commentator. She describes herself as an advocate for women and girls and a pro-life feminist. Her website also states that she's well known for her work on the objectification of women and sexualization of girls and working to address violence against women. Well, it's always our pleasure to welcome Melinda tankard Reist to 2020. Melinda, great to catch up with you again. Always good to talk to you, Neil. Thanks for your support. Well, Melinda, in some sense, this list that you've come up for the end of the year, the boycott list for Christmas time, it's a list that hasn't just appeared out of the blue. The companies that are on your list have appeared uh, through the year. These are uh, sometimes, I imagine, serial offenders by way of the sorts of things they use in their advertising strategies. And so they just haven't just appeared on the list, but this has been a growing thing through the whole year. And now there's a list coming into Christmas. Is that the way it works? That's correct, Neil. Uh, every Christmas, Collective Sharp launches our crossed-off list of repeat offenders, corporate offenders, serial offenders, repeat offenders who continue to objectify women and sexualise girls in their products and services, in their advertising and marketing. And so we very conveniently put them all together in a list for shoppers who want to do the right thing, shoppers who have an ethical conscience and don't want to reward companies which have shown an ongoing and flagrant disregard for the well-being of women and girls especially. Now, we are going to be naming those companies as we go through our conversation and we'll just uh, we'll take uh, one after another. But before mm-hmm. we get into naming those companies, uh, Melinda, talk to me about uh, the reasons why uh, girls are particularly susceptible to the images that are created by advertisers and and perhaps a little more vulnerable than boys, but you might have your own perspective on that as well. But So, so why, I mean, obviously your focus is on girls and on women, but uh, why are girls a little more susceptible to the, to the images created? So the global literature on the subject demonstrates clearly linkages between objectified and sexualized images of women and girls and the way that they feel about themselves. So in young women, for example, we see connections with eating disorders, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, uh, poor academic performance, uh, self-harming behaviors. So the research on this is is very solid. It's 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 really uh, incontrovertible now. There's been so much research done, and for anyone that cares about the well-being of young women in particular, uh, they need to take action on this. You know, this isn't going to change unless people who care rise up and say, "Okay, we've had enough. Uh, what can we do about it?" And and that's of course where Collective Shout comes in. 
And I guess at, right at the beginning of our conversation, I want to just uh, say here, Melinda, there's not many people who are speaking up on behalf of girls and women, not as many as there ought to be, and uh, you're one of those few voices that really is, you know, making a, a, a cut through in some of the uh, the opportunities that you have to speak up on behalf of girls. So honouring you at the start of our conversation today, but just to say this idea of a she'll be right mate type culture in Australia and uh, people not taking uh, an interest, not speaking up when they see something that is obviously sexualizing girls and women. I mean, this is something that, you know, you've got to work with, but Aussies not typically as as loud and vocal as you'd like them to be. Well, Neil, I do appreciate your gracious words. I'm able to say that we have a lot of people involved now. Uh, this is a very strong and growing and thriving movement of people who recognize that they have a duty to speak out that things won't change unless they do, that, for example, our politicians and regulatory bodies won't won't act unless they know that there is a constituency for change. So in the eight years that Collective Shout has been founded, uh, we have seen quite significant growth and more and more people getting involved, uh, including men as well. So this is quite encouraging to us. uh, But, of course, uh, we could use more help. And uh, so we're always looking uh, for more people to, to come on board as, as supporters and to, to add their voice. You know, this is a, a grassroots movement, uh, a campaigning movement, which relies on the strength of the, the collective voice, if you like. Okay, let's start uh, by talking about some of the companies. And as we talk about these companies, are we talking in a list, uh, top of the list down to the bottom of the list, or are these companies just on a list in some They're sort of bad. a random way? Yep. They're all bad. They're all bad. Necessarily. <laughs> okay. It's not necessarily, uh, you know... Right. Worse, at least worse, not at all. Okay, because uh, they're, all, I, they're all equally bad. Because I can point people, change. I can point people to your uh, your website where people can get a hold of the list. And uh, as mm. we talk about some of these companies, they could actually have it mm. on a on a screen in front of them. But I just wanted mm. to just pick that up because if we start to talk about uh, you know uh, the number one company, well, we might not talk mm. about it in that sense of this is the worst company, mm. but they're all on the mm. list. And just because... They've all failed in corporate social responsibility, and that's why they're, they're there. They've all shown that they uh, disregard for women and girls, and they haven't changed, and they don't deserve your dollar. That's why they're on the list. Okay, and they're on the list not because they just, uh, you know, oh, I sorry, I didn't open your letter, and we missed what you were saying. This is because you've actually approached these companies and you've sought a response from them they've mm-hmm. uh, and then they've repetitively resisted mm. your uh, your concerns and not changed mm. their strategy is that the way we'd talk about them well that's right sometimes it's not even our con- it's, it's not even just our concerns which are significant enough but they've often also ignored the rulings of the advertising standards board and the uh, the professional codes of conduct which which govern advertisers uh, so you know they've ignored all of us basically and um, continued on their their irresponsible ways putting their profits before putting their vested interests and profits before uh, the well-being of the community okay so there are laws in place that companies ought not to cross that line uh, and these companies uh, in your opinion have done that 
They've crossed well, the line. they're not laws necessarily. We okay. have a self-regulatory code of conduct right. in Australia. They... Uh, and uh, unfortunately, there are no fines or penalties for non-compliance. And uh, the, the companies know that. Now, many do uh, abide by the adjudications of the Advertising Standards Board, but, but many just ignore it. And often their campaigns are finished by the time the board rules anyway. So the whole system is flawed, and we've been saying that for a number of years now, that these companies don't deserve self-regulation. It's not working. And we've got you know, hundreds of examples of, of why it doesn't work, which, is, which are on our website as well. Okay, well, let's start with some of these companies and uh, some we may name now and then come back to and we'll go through a list uh, so that uh, so we've got a, a number of companies out there uh, uh, for discussion. Uh, let's start with the company that is on the top of your list, but it's not actually ne- necessarily number one. They're there uh, randomly selected uh, in order, but one we've actually spoken about earlier in the year and uh, concerns about McDonald's, the family fast food restaurant. Uh, what were your concerns about McDonald's, Melinda? Well, we were receiving increasing complaints from parents who took their children to McDonald's and they are subjected to um, soft porn music videos uh, playing inappropriate, highly sexualised images. And, uh, you know, we started to ask you know, do you want some porn with your fries? You know, McDonald's would like to think of itself as being um, a company that practices corporate social responsibility. It likes to call itself family friendly. Uh, they have rules on, you know, a million other things, uh, including conduct of staff and rules about, you know, cleaning the place. One of our colleagues used to work at McDonald's, so she she told us, you know, everything else is regulated, but not the not the soft music videos, you know. And uh, there was also ads for uh, breast implants being shown in these so-called family restaurants as well. So uh, we are naming and shaming uh, McDonald's. Um, Get your act together. Uh, Our people won't be shopping at your store unless you change your ways. And, of course, big companies like McDonald's and really all of the companies that will be on your list, they would absolutely hate it. Uh, that we'd even be talking about these things today because... Well, we can only hope so, Neil. Well, that's right, uh, because any bad publicity for companies like this when it comes to a call to boycott their product, don't spend your dollars there, well, uh, that actually uh, works way, way against what they hope will be an automatic response when we think we're going to go out for dinner and take the kids out, you know, for a nice family uh, outing, that somehow or other we just automatically think of McDonald's, but... But when we're talking about this today, you're saying, no, hang on a second, Boy, you know, boycott McDonald's. Uh, that's, that's a pretty serious thing to be saying. Well, it's a pretty serious thing McDonald's is doing. If they think it's okay to, to host soft porn music videos in their stores, well, this is what they deserve. Why should we support them with our, with our, with our money? Uh, yeah, definitely go somewhere else. Lots of other places to go. Don't go to McDonald's. Okay, there's McDonald's. We've named McDonald's. Let's talk about some of these other companies. And listeners might like to call in and contribute. Maybe you've had your own experience in a fast food restaurant where you've thought, well, that's something that's not family friendly. That's the sort of thing I ought not to have seen. Uh, Or that's the sort of advertising that you might have seen on a billboard near you. You might like to contribute today uh, by way of uh, your thoughts on uh, these issues we're talking about. Uh, Let's talk about another company on your list. Amazon is on your list, Melinda. Yeah, Amazon, uh, we have been targeting for years now. We had success a few years ago in a global campaign against Amazon 
forcing them to withdraw. The Pedophile's Guide to Love and Pleasure, a Child Lover's Code of Conduct written by a pedophile. We were successful there, having said that they still supply other uh, pro-rape and uh, pedophilic-styled merchandise, which a lot of people would find surprising. Uh, You may not want to go looking for it. You might want to just take our word for it. Uh, But this is a global corporation, has a lot of wealth, has a lot of power, an online marketplace used by probably millions of people around the world. Uh, We're saying don't buy products, including books from Amazon, given that they are profiting from selling uh, material which encourages the rape and sexual abuse of women and children. Well, listeners might have their own thoughts on Amazon. Let's talk about another company, Bras and Things. What's the problem there with their advertising? Well, their advertising has become increasingly pornographic. Again, this is quite a popular brand. It's in family shopping malls. You you walk past the store and you see uh, highly sexualized representations of of women. Uh, They also have um, um, a booklet of basically sex acts that you will agree to do uh, with your partner. You know, it's meant to be amusing, but, you know, we know that uh, schoolgirls sometimes frequent these places and also they are supporting the Playboy brand and that's our, our biggest criticism of bras and things, that they sell Playboy products. Playboy is a brand responsible for the exploitation of, of women on a global scale, the exploitation of female sexuality, uh, Playboy does not care about women and girls at all. Uh, a lot of people think of Playboy as a, as a magazine from the past. Playboy actually owns, you know, hardcore pornographic um, channels featuring violence against women. So if Bras and Things is going to support this brand responsible for the sexual exploitation of, of women, uh, they do not deserve uh, to be supported with our Christmas dollars. Well, I've got to say that, you know, as a man walking through the shopping centre past the bras and things, it's pretty difficult not to have some of those images catch your eye. But bras and things is targeted at women. And it's typically, it's not men that are going in there buying that lingerie. Uh, It's women going in there. So why do women respond, do you think, to these sorts of images? They're obviously trying to attract women into the store. Well, you know, a lot of women, uh, most of us have, have just grown up and been told that this is what women do, this is how women should look and, and act, and this is how women should perform sexuality. So a lot of our work is with women as well, helping them to, to join the dots and see that they're being exploited and mistreated and demeaned and degraded by these images and by this kind of advertising and so our appeal is to, you know, to women as well to, to help them to recognise that and then to, to act in accordingly by not shopping there in the first place. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. It's Neil with you and a controversial conversation this hour talking through the list of brands that you are being called upon to boycott this Christmas. Melinda Tankard-Reist is our guest, a writer, speaker, blogger, media commentator, an advocate for women and girls. 
And, uh, of course, she's uh, all about uh, talking through uh, issues, well known for her work on the objectification of women and the sexualization of girls and working to address violence against women. You can be a part of our conversation. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. In fact, Melinda, let's take a call. Uh, Ursula has been waiting patiently. Hello, Ursula. Welcome along to 2020. Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Ursula, what are your thoughts on our conversation today? Well, my thoughts are probably a little bit more in general uh, concerning boycotts for various reasons because, I mean, we've been doing this for a while with uh, with Halal and also with the companies that support same-sex marriage. And while it's easy to, you know, give us a list of uh, companies to avoid, you know, it creates, sort of creates a bit of a vacuum, you know, where do, we, where do we go and buy, you know, the things that we want to buy so we can know that we're supporting someone who doesn't support these things. So I think, I'm just wondering, is there a list of, um, you know, companies that are doing the right thing so we can all go there? Because, you know, McDonald's and Target and Kmart, you know, they're all brands that everybody knows. But the small businesses, like the one that you were having on a uh, discussion on last week, sadly I didn't actually get to listen to that one, uh, was about the brand that was, uh, con- you know, d- helping to set people free from slavery and stuff like that. Mm, yep. So those kind of things we need to know about so we can shift our shopping habits to, you know, and support those companies. Um, and th- the other thing I wanted to say was um, oh, quite, a, quite a few years ago I... I tried to get the family association to create a sticker, like a family-friendly sticker, you know, for service stations that don't sell porn and, you know, news agency that don't sell those things. So people could become aware, um, you know, of those shops they can go into. So I'm, in general, just boycotting news agencies mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't even want to go there, so I'm not supporting them. But there could be one. Okay, well, there's, a, there's some great ideas in that, Ursula. Let's run those by Melinda Tankard-Reese. The idea of a, you know, like a, a heart-safe tick of approval, some sort of a, a tick of approval sticker for the stores, for the brands that are doing all the right things. But uh, you also mentioned, uh, is there a list of those stores that do do the right things? And Melinda, your response to Ursula. Yes, well, it's a great question. We have, uh, as well as smacking the bad guys, we also have a corporate social responsibility pledge in which we invite corporates who don't want to objectify, who agree not to objectify women and sexualise girls in their products, services and advertising to sign a pledge not to do that. Uh, We have 11 companies so far, which you can see on our website. Also, uh, you mentioned uh, Kmart, and I do need to just say here that Kmart uh, has done the right thing. Kmart responded to our campaign to remove... Grand Theft Auto from their stores. Grand Theft Auto 5, highly interactive, hugely popular game, mostly played by boys. And one of the scenarios in Grand Theft Auto 5 is how to secure a woman in the sex industry for sex and then murder her to get your money back. And when the boys are playing this game, they feel like they're actually committing the act because it is so highly realistic and they're given options for which weapons they want to use to murder her with. Uh, The CEO of Kmart contacted me personally, apologised, wasn't aware of the content of that game and not only withdrew it from every store in the country, but withdrew every R-rated game as well. So I do want to just correct the record there uh, in case people think Kmart uh, is continuing to do the wrong thing. Uh, another company we are in discussions with right now is, is Cotton On. 
cotton on has changed significantly. We used to campaign against cotton around cotton on around the clock. They featured on our list every year. This year, they do not. Uh, because they have written up a new ethical framework, they have showed a commitment to corporate social responsibility, to to gender equality. They've shown a commitment to you know the proper fair sourcing of uh, their their products, their their garments, etc. Uh, they have had an overhaul, and uh, Cotton On actually had me address and uh, their corporate headquarters in Geelong recently, along with Coralie Allison, our national operations manager. And uh, they are. They asked us, you know, what can we what can we do better? So there are a couple of companies that uh, I certainly feel confident uh, shopping in, whereas I wouldn't have in the past. And also have a look at our corporate social responsibility pledge and the, the companies that have signed on there. And that, that's a good start. We do want to uh, acknowledge the companies that want to do the right thing and encourage people to shop there. Okay, thank you so much to Ursula from New South Wales for your insights and your input today here on 2020. Our talkback line is open. 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to contribute into our conversation. Uh, come back to this corporate responsibility pledge. There may be business owners, uh, company uh, people who are at the helm of various companies who are listening in right now saying, you know what? Uh, we'd like to sign a corporate responsibility pledge. What's that all about? Uh, Melinda, how do you describe it and how can uh, people actually get on board? Is this just for small business, big business, big brands? Any business. Any business. Absolutely, any, any business at all. And in fact, uh, what it is is a statement of intention uh, not to objectify women and sexualize girls to sell products and services. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's quickly growing we have more and more companies signing on board. You don't need to be a huge corporate. You don't need to have a, you know, a big, well-known global brand. Any company that wouldn't engage in those behaviours is very welcome to sign our pledge. And you can find it on our website if you just search for Corporate Social Responsibility Pledge. Uh, you can see our pledge partners and uh, message us through the website. We can send you a copy of the pledge and take it from there. Okay, uh, collectiveshout.org is the address of the website that you can go to and you can access that and also access this list that we're talking about today. Let's talk some more about the baddies on the list insofar as uh, those companies that have, have made your list to boycott this Christmas. Uh, tell me about Ultratune. What is the issue with Ultratune? Yeah, look, Ultratune is, again, styling and posing women in highly sexual ways. It's a, an auto service centre. Uh, they don't, haven't shown any respect towards women at all. They've received nationwide criticism using ads depicting dominatrix women to sell car parts and accessories. They demean women through their TV ads depicting them as, as mindless bimbos. So get your car tuned somewhere else. Okay. General Pants Company. What's their Notorious issue? Notorious offender, ongoing offender. We ran a, we've been running ongoing campaigns against General Pants, and uh, one of those campaigns was when they required all their staff, including underage girls, to wear "I Love Sex" badges and depicted an image of a woman on a on a poster in their store, a woman being stripped uh, from behind, being undressed. And we asked at that time, why is it that if an image like that were put up in any other workplace, that would be deemed creating a hostile workplace environment? 
it's actually illegal to do that in a workplace uh, is not general pants a workplace. Uh, you know, we all have to see these ads. So they're an ongoing offender. But we were very pleased this year when we got the uh, white ribbon campaign to dump general pants as a partner because it was totally hypocritical for general pants to say they care about violence against women when depicting highly sexualized and objectifying images which contribute to the second-class status of women, which contribute to violence against women. You know, we have to join the dots. Attitudes affect behaviour. And uh, General Pants is contributing to um, the demeaning of, of women and girls. Okay, let's keep working through. There's quite a lot of companies on the list. We could be here for, for days, Neil. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's go through some of these big brands because, you know yep. what, when we're opening those Christmas gifts on Christmas Day and mm. uh, we're going to see uh, some of these things and there might even be some disappointed listeners opening up your gift on Christmas Day thinking, oh, that's something I heard about a company that should be boycotted. And all of a sudden, you've got one of their products. Well, let's talk yep. about Calvin Klein. What yes. is the problem with Calvin Klein? Major brand. We, we ran a huge campaign against them a few years ago for billboards depicting simulated gang rape. And we were successful on getting those billboards withdrawn with the help of a domestic violence worker, counsellor who's been in this work for over 20 years and uh, she described the impact of those billboards on people like herself and and her clients in normalising the brutality against women. Uh, They had a particularly um, sexualised image uh, depicting a young young looking girl uh, with well I'm not sure how much you want me to describe here but uh, you can find out about that more on our detail. But yep. she's depicted in a highly sexualised way and an upskirting theme, I suppose, is how you could put it. And that prompted uh, hashtag I cut Calvin social media a response. So Calvin Klein, repeat offender, needs to be black banned. Don't buy there. Uh, buy somewhere else. Melinda tankard Reese, uh, with these companies, I imagine that some of them would wear uh, some sort of, uh, you know, complaint from Collective Shout maybe as a badge of honour, particularly those who are deliberately digging their heels in. Is it a badge of honour for some companies uh, that they've made the boycott list? Well, if they think it's a badge of honour to act unethically, to contribute to demonstrable harm to, to women and girls, to ignore what customers want... Uh, then, you know, they can wear that badge of honour. Uh, but really, it's a, it's a badge of shame and uh, we'll continue to, to speak out against them. And a badge of honour that'll cost dollars if people pick up in a more significant way the idea of boycotting products that do sexualise girls and women. Let's talk through some more of these brands that we've been talking about. Uh, there's another brand... Uh, which uh, is obviously sexualising women. It's uh, Honey Burdette. What's the big issue with Honey Burdette? We have had so many complaints about about Honey Burdette. We have a, a, an ongoing campaign against uh, this so-called uh, high-end lingerie store, but it's really a, a sex shop in family shopping malls, including Westfield shopping malls. Uh, we have called on Westfield to move this sex shop out of there family shopping malls, uh, highly pornographic depictions of, of women in their window displays, 
Uh, we're all forced to see it. If we go to the mall, our kids are forced to see it. Uh, this company has shown gross disrespect towards women and girls. Uh, it constantly flouts advertising standards and codes with its pornographic advertising. Uh, definitely this is one to, to boycott. And uh, we want to see this company just moved out of these malls altogether. Uh, Westfield is acting irresponsibly. Uh, also, we have been supporting a petition run by former staff, young women who worked for Honey Burdette, that talked about the level of sexual harassment they received in store uh, from men uh, coming in and harassing them because they worked in this sex store and therefore they were subjected to appalling behaviour. They also had to wear highly sexualised uniforms. Uh, they had to spend lots of money on, you know, hair and makeup and flaunting their sexuality. So many, many problems with this this irresponsible company uh, which deserves to be penalised for its behaviour. Well, listeners might like to contribute. 1-800-316-316. Our talkback line is open. Let's take a call from Ruth in Queensland. Hello, Ruth. Welcome along. Yes, um, I'm just um, saying thank the Lord that somebody is standing up for righteousness and with, as the Word of God declares that when a flood of evil comes in, that we're to raise up a standard of righteousness and... Um, I've just been learning the computer. Um, I've, I've had courses many years ago, but you sort of forget it quickly. And um, I would say that one of the major offenders, I'm horrified at what I've seen and accidentally seen when I haven't even been, because I'm learning um, the things that come on the internet and look at Google. And that's run by the American... Uh, I think it's a, a Google's an American... Um, uh, Certainly a huge company. So You're raising what? an important point here, Ruth, and it'd uh, be good to get uh, some insights and response uh, from our special guest, Melinda. Melinda, uh, the internet, uh, it's there for everybody to see, and there is this idea of uh, something that's happening in the UK called an opt-in uh, option for people who want to be able to access pornographic images, but it is potentially uh, able to be blocked out. But of course, we don't have that legislation in Australia, and uh, and uh, so perhaps uh, in line with what we're talking about today, Melinda, your thoughts and your response to Ruth and the things that she's sharing. I think what Ruth is pointing out is the fact that there is no escape; that anywhere you look, you will be subjected to images that you weren't looking for. A child can put an innocent search term into a search engine and see porn. They can be on a website featuring games and products allegedly for children and there will be pornographic games in, embedded in that site. Uh, you search for an image on Google Images and you will see pornography. So it is just rife. It's everywhere. There has been a Senate inquiry into the harms of pornography to young people we helped to establish this inquiry with uh, many colleagues and groups working in this space, and we were pleased that the inquiry got up. However, uh, we are very disappointed with the results. Uh, the committee basically has taken a hands-off approach, claims that more research is needed and uh, won't do anything. We had urged the Australian government to follow the UK model and at least have uh, the system where... You request whether you want porn on the home computer or not. It's not automatically assumed that you want porn 
uh, in the family home. Um, the UK has taken a few other measures as well, which we encouraged Australia to follow. But instead, it looks like the government will continue to take a hands-off approach. Uh, there's enough research already globally on the harms of pornography. It's pretty solid uh, in the way we are distorting young people's developing sexuality, giving them unhealthy ideas about sex and bodies and relationships, uh, that it contributes to attitudes that are degrading towards women and girls, so pro-rape attitudes, which can contribute to, to violence against women as well. So a very weak response, very disappointing response, but uh, we will continue the fight and anyone particularly interested in, in, in this side of things is welcome to join the Porn Harms Kids movement and can get more information that way. Well, thank you so much to Ruth from Queensland for your insights today. one 316 if you'd like to contribute to our conversation. We are talking about a list of companies that are on a boycott list and Melinda Tankard reached our guest from Collective Shout, and uh, we won't uh, get right into the whole pornography issue, except to say it is, intersects with uh, with so many of the advertising campaigns that we're talking about from major companies today. Uh, that Melinda, you're calling for a boycott. Let's work through some more of these, and we'll take some more calls in just a few moments. Uh, let's talk about another company called Volley. What is the issue with Volley? Well, Volley. You know, in my day, used to be a bit of a sort of a daggy shoe company, really. But, uh, you know, now they have these highly sexualized uh, ad campaigns featuring young women, young people in various states of, of undress in poses suggestive of sexual acts. I've seen their posters uh, all over major cities, CBDs, uh, plastered along the street, uh, hard to avoid. And so we've been running an ongoing campaign against Volley. And uh, we did get a, a favourable ruling from the Advertising Standards Board recently on uh, one of the specific ads that we complained about. So again, buy your sports shoes somewhere else. Don't support Volley. It is an interesting one, and I know it's a popular Christmas present buying store, The Body mm. Shop. Now, mm. why are they on your list? Yeah, people might be surprised because the body shop generally has, uh, you know, a good reputation. People think of the body shop as ethical. They don't experiment on, on animals. Uh, however, they have depicted men, actually, in highly sexualized ways. So we don't believe in equal opportunity objectification. And uh, there are ads, posters in their stores, which... Um, well, again, I'm not sure how much detail to go into here. But, I think um, if people want to see the actual uh, yeah, the ads, they, they can go online and exactly. see those. But, they're, uh, they're using their products uh, suggestive of, of phallic symbols on male bodies, basically. And we were prompted to act on this when we heard from a woman who was a foster mum. And she was fostering a, a child, who a, a young girl, who had survived sexual abuse. Uh, over a period of time, and this girl was triggered by a body shop image in a family shopping mall. You know, if body shop can't take that seriously, what else is it going to listen to? Uh, that this girl went into a, a state of trauma in the mall, uh, being triggered to recall her abuse because of a body shop image. So don't buy it from the body shop.
until they change their ways. That is, in fact, a significant thing that you're talking about because mm. while some people are going to think, oh, that's a harmless sort of an image and, oh, isn't it yeah. just having a bit of fun, uh, mm. when you trigger a traumatic mm. uh, memory from the past, uh, that's, that's a significant right. thing to, to take note of. Uh, yes, we're taking absolutely. calls at one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Let's take a call. I've got an anonymous caller. Hello, uh, caller. What's uh, what are your thoughts on our conversation today? Um, sorry, I was cut off accidentally from before. But oh, is that Ruth again? That, is it? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I was just trying to finish off something that um, I don't know. I, I saw something on the internet of a whole lot of juveniles after twelve years, ten years, eleven, twelve, thirteen years of age getting um, convicted for life sentences in America. Um, it's all real, court cases. And it's almost like I had this horrible grief in my spirit because I feel that the um, they're being pushed to do evil things with violent movies, sexualized movies. Boys are being exploited. There's evil things encouraging people to do every evil act. And then they're told, no, don't do that. That's wrong. And... It's just like everything is pushing them to do and think and act in ways that are inappropriate and wrong and push them over the edge. And why is this thing allowed to our children? Why Ruth, is this thing it's a, a dreadful people? double standard in so many ways. Uh, your thoughts, Melinda, on the double standards and all of the sorts of things that people are promoted to see at the movies and online and everywhere uh, and, then, uh, and then tried to bring them into line because the law doesn't allow those things. Yes. From the moment they're born, boys are shaped and conditioned into toxic ideas about masculinity and manhood, and pornography brings out the very worst of that. Uh, often a boy's first exposure is at age 11. Uh, that's the average age of first exposure, not even the first exposure to, to pornography. And uh, 80% of the most uh, popularly viewed pornographic videos depict violence against women, over 80%. So boys learn that... Uh, violence is associated with with sex and that women enjoy it, that women really want to be treated violently, to be debased and degraded and dehumanised, and that's all part of sexuality. And then we express surprise when boys start acting this out. You know, in Australia, we've seen a rise of child-on-child sexual assault quadrupling in only four years. Adolescent males are now responsible uh, for a fifth one in five of all rapes of women. We are going to see these statistics worsen uh, if we if we don't act on what our young people are being exposed to during um, a, a very significant time in their sexual development, a formative time in their development, uh, which is being messed up uh, often permanently. And we as adults have allowed that to happen. Thank you so much to Ruth for your insight today. Let's take a call from Alex in Melbourne. Hello, Alex. Welcome along. Oh, hello there. Yes, I just want to read uh, First Corinthians chapter five, verse ten. It says, uh, verse nine and ten. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or the idolaters. Well, then must ye must need ye be out of the world. So it, it's up to us to be aware of what's happening around us. And we have a choice. We can have a TV or we can get rid of the TV. We can go to a movie or we don't go to a movie. Or 
Uh, we can also go to a McDonald's, and there are various McDonald's. You can go to one where they'll have those sort of things. You can go to another where there's none. And I don't think we should... Uh, be, I think we should be very careful not to put everyone in the same basket. I mean, we're all, like, uh, even from the time of Noah, we read uh, God will not uh, use the, uh, the the flood, uh, not, not, not to uh, get rid of the people anymore because he can see the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. And that's me and you and everybody. So we have to be, as Christians, aware of this and... Be very careful and not to put everyone in the same basket. Alex, I think you've come up with a great balanced position for where a Christian ought to go on these things because you can't just brush them aside and you've actually given to us a biblical foundation for the idea of separating yourself from those things that do sexualize people and uh, those words out of uh, out of First Corinthians that you just uh, quoted uh, gives us uh, an idea that you know it's right from time to time to actually exercise your moral right to boycott uh, those things that might be affecting our families. Uh, your thoughts on what Alex was sharing, uh, Melinda? Oh, look, I'm I'm going to have to disagree on the McDonald's case. You could maybe find a McDonald's that isn't showing those videos, but you're still supporting the same global corporation which thinks those videos is appropriate for family stores. So, you know, I have to disagree. The money still goes into the same coffers, you know what I mean? The money's still going to the same company. That company is still being rewarded uh, with your money. So uh, I'm going to make a distinction there. Uh, But... um, Certainly, seek out the companies that are doing um, doing the right thing. You see, these companies are instructed from the top on what they can and can't do, and often they don't have uh, the leeway to um, to change that. So the company has to change from the top. This is 2020 with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Good to have you along with us. Melinda Tankard-Reist from Collective Shout is our guest. We're talking about the boycott list for Christmas. Those companies that are sexualizing girls, objectifying women through their advertising campaigns and all sorts of ways that their image is promoted. Uh, Melinda, we mentioned early on in the conversation, the list is long. There's an awful lot of companies on the list and we're running short of time. Uh, which companies would you like to draw attention to of those we've not yet mentioned? Yeah, well, certainly visit the site and, and have a good look around there at, the, at all the companies. But I also need to mention KFC if we're going to mention McDonald's. Uh, KFC also uh, has highly sexualized music videos uh, playing in their restaurants. We've had customer complaints about that. Uh, I'd also like to draw attention to Wicked Campers. I mean, I doubt your listeners are renting Wicked Campers, but ongoing campaign against Wicked. Fortunately, uh, some states have actually now banned them uh, for entry. Uh, Queensland, I understand, is looking at a ban. Um, New South Wales is cracking down uh, because of their misogynist anti-women slogans all over their, their bans. Um, also, American Apparel has a long history of depicting women in pornified ways, but we have heard that American Apparel might be closing in Australia. So that that's some good news right there. But again, go and have a look at the site and be across all the companies not to buy from and uh, use your Christmas dollar 
wisely and show that you care about these issues and, uh, you know, buy products from companies which uh, don't exploit women and girls for profit. And, of course, we're talking a lot about brands, but there are a lot of stores that actually stock various brands, perhaps lots of the brands we've been talking about. You're even saying boycott the stores that stock those brands. There's a number of stores that you've outlined, uh, you've named them in your list as well. Yes, we certainly have. And, um, you know, Priceline is one of them. And uh, Adairs, which actually stock Playboy-branded products. Again, this is supporting uh, one of the the biggest exploiters of female sexuality uh, in the world, a company that owns uh, pornographic, violent TV channels, contributing to the the mistreatment of women on a global, epic scale. Uh, So those companies can't escape scrutiny either. And uh, we do have a list of them on the the site as well. Just as we're tying things up, and uh, the website, of course, for Collective Shout is collectiveshout.org, and that's where you can get a list of all these companies that are on the boycott list. But you did mention that there are some companies that are on the tick of approval list. You mentioned Kmart. Uh, They they responded to to some of these things. And Cotton On, there's a couple of companies that are on the the positive list. They haven't formally signed the pledge yet, and we're certainly hoping that they will. Uh, but uh, they are they are doing the right thing. And so the corporate responsibility pledge, uh, mm-hmm. listeners can go to and they'll see that on your website. They can sign that pledge, and they'll yes. be part of the list that says, uh, you know, we're not going to objectify women, we're not going to sexualise girls. We'll be on that That's corporate correct. responsibility pledge. Well, Melinda, always and, uh, good. Then those companies, your company, will be rewarded with our support. And uh, the thousands of people that support our work will see that your company is doing the right thing. So it's it's a win-win situation. And uh, listeners can go to your website. They can see who's on that corporate responsibility pledge list. And they might like Mm -hmm. to actually send some some shopping dollars uh, by way of those particular companies that are doing the right thing. Definitely. Uh, Melinda, collectiveshout.org is the address. Uh, Always appreciate your insights and uh, you're doing a good work. And uh, I know that many of our listeners will be so much on side and will be Mm -hmm. supportive of the things that you're doing. And so uh, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for taking time to share your thoughts with us today on your boycott list. Neil, we always appreciate uh, the opportunity to to talk to you and your listeners. Thanks so much. Uh, We'll talk again in the new year. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.